0: Welcome back. Before we get started today, I have a few announcements. So if you're not in my online community, this would be a good time to join, because I am switching things up a bit. I'm going to release an episode, and then the following week, I'm going to go live in the community, which is a Facebook group hashtag hot mass success, all one word, community. So go request to join, answer the questions, and that's kind of it. So the, the whole point of this, what I want to institute is I want to release the episode and then the following week I want to have almost a live Q&A. Like there were things that I thought about adding on to the last episode, But I didn't want to make a whole new episode about it, so my husband had the bright idea of going live in my community. So the following week, whenever I release the episode, which my goal is to record on Wednesday, is release on the following weekend. At the time of recording, it is a Wednesday, so we are on track this week. So I'll be releasing the episode this weekend, and then next Wednesday, I will go live In the community, you also have the opportunity to send me questions or comments or situations that you're dealing with in private before I go live so I can talk about that and leave your name out of it if there's something particular or specific that you are struggling with. So I just wanted to get that out there and let you guys know because I know I have a lot of people who listen, not everyone's in the community, and that's fine. You don't have to be. You do whatever you need to do, but that's what I'm going to do. So there will be more value, more things in there, and I'm hoping to turn it into a place where we all do the work. The last episode that I released was about my sobriety, and this week I really struggled with my sobriety. Like Yesterday was really hard. I told my husband that he had to hide his whiskey you're gonna still have bad days guys i hope that message is always clear but on the bad days you need to be doing the things right now my light box is on while i'm recording this i am going to do personal development for myself after i'm done recording this episode i pushed play this morning even though mark is sick I'm doing the things that I need to be doing because I know without them I don't stand a chance, especially when I'm struggling. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. What we are going to talk about today in episode 11 is ignoring the haters and mastering your inner mean girl. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Maybe not, but I think it's maybe a little funny I think everything's funny when I'm uncomfortable I laugh I make jokes that's what I do but it's funny to me how much my alcoholism comes into play with a lot of these things with a lot of these lessons with a lot of the things that I talked to you guys about and I hope that and I've heard from the reviews and from the comments and the messages that I get that it does touch on other things for you, even if I'm using a specific situation for my life. So while I am sharing about what personally happened to me in my life and my situations, I just want you to take the tools to take it and think about your own situation and how you can apply this and implement this and get through that, right? So your struggles, your... Haters are going to look completely different than mine, and you might find out in this episode that a lot of the haters that you have are in your own mind. That's a hard realization to realize sometimes. So we'll talk about that in the second half when we talk about our mean girl. But first, it's been an emotional week to say the least, and there is something hard that I'm going to have to talk about on here, but I'm going to work up to that. I'm going to start at light. So for a lot of people, when they start a new lifestyle, when they start a new job, a new business, especially an online business, they tend to get negative feedback. They tend to get haters, right? And this, it hurts so much because most of the time it's people who are really close to you, who you thought We're in your corner and then all of a sudden you start doing good things and you start, you know, improving your life and they start dumping on you and it doesn't make sense and it hurts. So not only are you dealing with outside negativity, but it's coming from the people who you love and it caught you totally off guard and it stings and it hurts, right? Like, the worst kind of haters are the ones who we love, right? So let's talk about why this happens, because if you can understand where they're coming from and why they feel the way they do, maybe it'll help you assess the situation for what it actually is. That's what I'm hoping to do today, okay? So I see this a lot with my challengers, you know, even coaches, things like that. So when you start eating better and exercising and you start losing weight and you start feeling more confident and you're stronger and then people say shit like, oh, why don't you just go like eat another salad or I don't even know. I don't know why that's a thing when people do good things And try to make themselves healthier and happier other people feel the need to crap on it. Actually, I do know why. It's because they're not there. It's because they don't have the things. It's because they don't have the confidence. It's because you're leaving them behind at one time you were in the same lane with this person and now you've pulled ahead. And remember how we talked about that you need to stay in your lane and you need to stay focused? Well, they don't have someone telling them that. They don't have anyone telling them anything. They don't have anyone in their corner. They don't have any goals ahead of them. So all they're focused on all they're focused on is the fact that you're pulling ahead and you're leaving them behind. And what this does is it pulls out The mirror, as I like to tell my challengers, it shows them that they're just settling, that they're letting their excuses get the best of them, that there is another way, but they're too stuck to do it. And so they want to pull you back. They want to pull you back down because then they don't feel so bad about themselves. I can say this with confidence because I was that person. I was that person. My little sister lives in North Carolina and she would come home for a weekend and she was a runner and she would have to run. She'd go run for like two hours and I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like you just came home for a weekend, like stop it and then like eat something and like do that. You know, like I was that person. And I'll tell you guys why. Because I was miserable. I was unhappy And I could see that she wasn't. And it wasn't fair. And that's what they're feeling. So most of the time, you have to understand that when somebody is coming at you like a hater, they're really hating on themselves. Does that make sense? Like, do you feel that, right? Like, does that click? Think about the people, the haters in your life. Are they at least a step behind you? Are they in a different place? Did you used to be in the same place? Has something recently changed? I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you are doing the work that a lot of people are not doing. And if you are doing this work, you're probably going to get some haters. And you know what I tell my crew? Is when people start to hate on what you're doing, people are noticing what you're doing. And that means it's working. That means it's working. So I don't need you to take your foot off the gas. I don't need you to start questioning what you're doing because they're giving you negativity. I need you to take that as a sign that you are doing the right things and have confidence in that. Now, if you're just being a total asshole and people are hating on you and you're not doing the work, then. Um, totally different situation, ignore what I just said, stop being an asshole (laughs) and get your shit together. But I have to think that if you're listening to episode 11, you're way less of an asshole than when we started. That's the whole name of the game. Less of an asshole every day. (laughs) Life coaching by Melissa. Oh, shit. All right. So we've talked about the fact that you could be In defense mode because you're questioning what you're doing, or you still are in that mindset that you're the victim, that the world is out to get you. Like you've got to fix that first, or you're gonna see the haters everywhere because you're you're causing the haters. You're inviting the haters in, and that's the first thing that we need to knock off. Right? Like we need to make sure that that is not happening because nobody needs to be inviting haters into their life. So if you're asking for it, stop. (laughs) Second, is it because you're doing the things? And I'm sorry, I wish that I could tell you that there's a secret to that, but I need you to take comfort in the fact that you are doing the things, you're moving forward, and not everyone's going to be happy about it. Not everyone you love will support you. And here is also something that I want you to know. Not everyone is going to be your support system. So there are people that I love, that love me, that are family, but they're not the person that I go to with a problem of mine because I know I'm not going to get what I need. Like at some point, you need to recognize who these people are and if that's all that they're going to be. If they have no desire to change and that's just the kind of person they are and anytime you go to them, you get this negative backlash, stop going to them. Stop telling them your wins and your victories because they're not going to celebrate them with you. I'm sorry, but there are people out there who will. So stop beating a dead horse. I know you want them to care and to support and to do the things Or to at least love on you for doing the things. But they may not be there. That may not be ever in their vocabulary. So you need to recognize these people in your life and stop going to them. Right? Like I have my people that I can go to that I know will listen and understand and be there for me. I also have people in my life that I know if I went to them, I would get the opposite of what I need. I would get the opposite of what I'm looking for. And that doesn't mean that they don't love me. It just means that they don't see me. Do you get that? Not everyone will see you. Not everyone will see the change in you. Not everyone will see who you truly are. But that's why it's important that you know who you are and that you can recognize that. When I became a coach, when I went to that live event and I decided that I was going to change my life, I knew I had to be accountable with it. And I knew that I needed to show other people what I was doing if I was going to be able to help them. Because... The only thing that helped me was seeing somebody like me doing it. And so I knew that I was the missing piece, right? And by doing that, everything changed because I had to get really okay with everything that I was putting out there. And that was a hard thing to do because if you go back to episode seven, I think, my entire life used to be a lie. And so now I'm trying to live my truth and share my truth. And I'm so scared that people are going to judge me or say something. You know, I don't even know. I don't even know what the fear was, but there was definitely fear there. I remember right after I had Elsie, even like I felt like my first daughter, I felt like I had something to prove because I was trying to go for this out of hospital, natural birth, and turns out my body will never birth babies that way, I found out later. Um, But that's a whole nother episode right there. I ended up with a C-section, and I thought that my body had failed. I thought that I had failed. And I can't explain that, because nothing else was going my way, right? And that was the big win, the big victory, the big thing that I was hoping for, that I was preparing for, and then it just didn't happen. And I was crushed. So then I felt like everything else was my fight. And I promise this is relevant. (laughs) So I'm fighting with the nurses and the hospital staff about being able to keep my baby in my room. I'm fighting because I wanna do things naturally. I'm just, I'm fighting, I'm always fighting. And it all comes out negative. And it all comes out like, oh, go ahead and doubt me. Like, I remember, because I can also see it in my Facebook memories, I would make a post about co-sleeping. And instead of just saying something sweet, you know, about co-sleeping with my baby, it was something like, blah, 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 you know, some cuteness. And then it was like, yeah, we're co-sleeping. So what? Come at me. And I was like, what? Who are you talking to? Like, I was just like, yeah, you got something to say? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I was in a really, really bad place. But I feel like I was always defending myself. I feel like I was in constant defense mode because I was trying to prove to myself that I was doing the right things, that I was enough. And so it wasn't really even about anyone else. And so I need you to check that. Is this even an external hater situation. And don't worry, those are legit. We're gonna talk about those. But is it internal? Are you questioning yourself, your strength, your self-worth, your ability, that you matter? Because if you are, you're always going to be in defense mode. You're going to see haters everywhere because you are hating on yourself. Does that make sense? So before we talk about ignoring the haters, we've got to make sure that you're even letting that be a thing, that you're open to that possibility, right? So think about that. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, fuck it. We're moving on. All right. So back to coaching and my drinking. I talked about this already, but I'm going to re The first time I made a public post about being sober, I was only three weeks sober. And I was so terrified to put that out there because of the judgment, because of what people could think, because of the things that I was thinking. I thought that they would have those same thoughts. And you know what? It doesn't even matter if they did. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I hope you know that because if you are truly on the path to moving forward, if you are taking all of these things, all of the lessons in these episodes and applying them to your life, then you don't need to worry about their opinion. Because if someone has a problem with you doing something to better your life, that's their issue and not yours. And I know that's hard to grasp, to understand, but that's the, that's the end of it. That, that is it. I don't know how else to say that. This is a really hard episode because I can't tell you how to be confident. I can't tell you how to just own it all. I hope that everything that I've led up to this point has at least given you some truth, some confidence, a fight, your why, a sense of self, so that you do feel strong and confident in the things that you're doing. And if you don't, I need you to evaluate those things. So I felt very judged on my drinking because I judged myself on my drinking because it was bad. So is it something that you need to stop doing? (sighs) You know, that same person who told me that I wasn't an alcoholic from the last episode, they also came back two years later, and told me that they wouldn't hang out with me anymore if I was drinking, that they didn't want to be around me if I was drinking. The same person told me I wasn't an alcoholic and that I just wasn't trying hard enough when I had six months sober the last time. So I think I'm ready to tell you my hard story now. You can't base your actions On someone else's opinion of you because you will end up in their reality and you don't belong there let me tell you a little something about other people's reality so you all know that I was in a car accident end of 2015 I call 2015 the year of change because it truly was. I got sober. I went to therapy. I broke my fucking neck. (laughs) It was all the things. And 2016 was a year of hardships, was a year of struggling, was a year of pain. I started getting injections in my back. Less than six months after the accident, I was still on tramadol, taking it like a leave or Advil. And I was spending hundreds, thousands of dollars on my back trying to get answers of why I even had this pain. This pain that was so crippling that I couldn't do the simple. Things. I am a stay-at-home mom that couldn't do laundry, that couldn't do dishes, that couldn't sweep the floor, that couldn't hold her daughter. And it was hard to live that truth and to live that life and to live that hard every day. Nine months after the accident, and I had been receiving treatments, like painful injections in my back and I know a little something about pain. (laughs) Spending hundreds and thousands of dollars trying to find answers because nine months out, I hadn't even started PT and no one had any answers to why I had pain at a level nine every day. So, here I am doing all of the things like anything that any doctor asked me to do, I do it and I share it. I shared my entire journey, my entire recovery, my entire fight. I shared it openly on social media because I knew from my sobriety, from doing that with my sobriety, I knew what kind of power that accountability had. And also I knew that if I was struggling, with a new life of pain then so was somebody else or maybe they've been struggling for a long time and they just needed to see somebody else who was willing to take the lead and show them that they can do it right I don't know for whatever reason that's how I chose to fight so I had someone attack me I'm just gonna go with that word I don't even know lash out Um, tell me off, (laughs) uh, rip me a new asshole, rip me down to shreds, tear me apart, whatever you want to call it. I was told that I'm a drama queen. I was told that I'm the girl who cries wolf because it's always so bad and everything is always so hard and terrible that they don't know what to believe is actually hard. I was told that I'm not actually in any pain, and I'm doing all of this for attention and to sue someone for money. This is something that I've never shared, and if you've been following my journey, For some time now, maybe you're as angry as I was at this person. And you know what? They just kept going. They just kept going and kept going. And I sat there on the phone and didn't say a single word. It was actually on speaker and Mark was home that day and he heard and tried to lunge across the bathroom to grab the phone and I stopped him. And I let them finish. Because here's the thing, guys. I had done a lot of work at that point. I knew who I was. I knew who I was becoming. And I knew that the things that they were saying were not true. Did they hurt? Fuck yeah. Did they rip me down? Fuck yeah, they did. And I also know that for whatever reason, they felt the need to say them to me. I didn't need to hear them. So here is what I did. I wish I could tell you something miraculous. I wish I could tell you I have all the answers. And I wish I could tell you that those were the only awful things said on that phone conversation. But that was the worst of it. I told them that they were wrong. I told them that I am not the victim in my life anymore. That's how they see me. I told them that they have put me in a role that I am no longer playing. I'm not a drama queen. I'm not the girl who cries wolf. I'm sorry that life happened to shit on me, but that's not my fault. I didn't make a mountain out of a molehill. I was thrown from the fucking mountain and had to climb my way back up. And here's the thing, guys. No one else knows what that mountain looks like. No one knows what you climb up every day. No one knows what you are going through. So don't you dare let them take that away from you. Don't you dare. But I also need you to make sure that you're doing the things. Because if you are not doing the things, then when someone comes at you and when someone questions you or when someone says something so outrageous, you might believe them. And that's the worst thing that can happen. So I wish I could tell you there's a secret to ignoring the haters. But it's simply having the confidence in the person who you are and knowing where you're going. And if you're not on the path that you need to be on, like if you're on a bad path, well, then you need to think about that. But if you... Are doing the things or you're working on doing the things you need to take all that negativity for what it is which is some kind of jealousy or envy or their own fucking issues it's not yours you see I'm the middle child I'm a middle child and I am the middle child. Like I I everything I've ever heard about a middle child, that's me totally 100%. And yes, I'm a lot. And yes, I'm dramatic and I've been called a drama queen my entire life and I always thought that was bad. I always thought that was bad. I always thought that I felt too much. That my feelings were too much. That I was too much. But let me tell you something, and I hope that if you take nothing else away from this episode, you take this away. You hear this. You will never be too much for your people. You will never be too much for your people. Am I too much for you? No. Am I exactly what you need? Maybe. Now imagine if I would have let the world take that away from me. Because it's not just about how different your life would look. It's about the lives that will be impacted by the person who you are truly meant to be. So here is also the thing about doing the things, is that when someone comes at me, I've already done the work. I know where I came from, I know who I am, and I know where I'm going. So I was able to tell that person, hey, remember when you told me that you wouldn't hang out with me as long as I was drinking? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to say to you. I won't hang out with you again until you go to therapy. Because I can't change the way that you see me. And we will never get better if you don't see me for who I am. Because the person who you see is gone. I killed her. She's recovered, whatever you want to call it. She doesn't exist anymore. Because I can't change the way they see me. You can't change the way someone else perceives you. But if you are confident in the things that you're doing, it doesn't matter what they think of you. I know it hurts. Trust me, I was fucked up about that. It took months. And before this podcast, I didn't share it. It's personal. And as much as that person destroyed me that day, I love them. And that's hard. Because the thing that I couldn't get past And I'm going to share because if you've been hurt by someone who you really love, I think this is the hardest part. You know how I said that I felt that they needed to say those things to me? Well, the fact that they could even think them. It was really such a slap in the face because I've come so far and I was so proud of myself. And they didn't see it. They couldn't see it. They still saw the broken girl. I know that's hard when they don't see it. But you're not doing this for them. So you've gotta keep going no matter what they see. people will question your character. My love language is acts of service. I would do anything to help somebody. So the fact that someone that I love thought that I was faking months and months and months of pain for money if you know me That alone broke me. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I started to question what I was doing. I started to question if I was really helping people. Or if I was just complaining about how hard my life was. But I was reminded by those people who are my people that I'm right where I need to be you see you will have people who try to tear you down all the time to pull you back down to where they are and that's why you need a good support system that's why you need a community a coach a team a square squad your tribe you need that. Everybody needs that. About three months later, this person had a conversation with me and apologized. See, we didn't talk about the blowout. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything because it It broke me. It broke me that somebody could think those things about me. That somebody could think those horrible, awful things. They were so far from the truth that they actually thought that. It was so hard. I was angry. I was hurting. And I was bitter. I had every right to be, but I didn't want to make the situation worse because I knew it wasn't really about me I mean maybe something I was doing was ruffling some feathers over there but it wasn't really about the things that they said and three months later after they started therapy they apologized And I'm going to share this to you because something that impacted my life so much. Like it stopped me in my progress. It stopped me in my tracks. I went back to therapy thinking that I couldn't get past this. I didn't know how to get past it. How did I forgive someone for saying those things to me? How could I look at them or hang out with them if they really thought those things? How could they love me? You know what I found out months later? It was kind of a kick in the crotch, but it goes to prove my point. They didn't even remember the things they said to me. I reminded them of a couple and their response was, I'm sorry, I don't think those things. they said them they said them hurt people hurt people I'll say it again hurt people will hurt other people it wasn't about me it wasn't about me at all what they realized in therapy was that it was about how they were treated because of their emotions. See, I'm a very, we'll stick with dramatic person. I feel a lot. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I cannot hide my emotions when I feel them. I feel with all of my heart and I love hard and it all comes out, right? And so even if Somebody would be yelling at me for crying. I'm going to keep crying because I just can't shut it off like that, right? This person is a very sensitive person, but they were told and conditioned that they shouldn't feel these things. So they thought that showing emotion and all this stuff is bad. We're not supposed to do it. And then there's me who has all of this emotion And so I really, this person and I have struggled for a really long time because anytime I feel pain or anytime I am hurt, they're angry with me because I'm showing that emotion, because I'm sharing that emotion and that I'm not being ridiculed for it. Or even if I am, I show it anyways. Do you understand that all of that, it has nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with me and who I am. It was because they were told they couldn't do something and they saw someone else doing it and they were angry and mad and spiteful. And so they said things, hurtful things things that they didn't even believe to be true, but they felt the need to say them to me. Because people will try to tear you down, even the ones that love you. And I need you to know why you're standing tall. I need you to know that it's not about you. I cannot say it enough. The haters are gonna hate because they are hating on something in their own life, and you cannot fix that for them. You can point them in the right direction. You can tell people that you do not wanna hang out with them. You can tell them that you think they need therapy. But you can't fix their perception of you. You can't fix the disconnect for them. They are going to see what they want to see. And that's why I need you to be confident In who you are and what you're doing. I know for a fact if that same situation, if that same conversation, if that same attack happened five years before that, I would have believed every word. I would have let those words tear me down, and any progress that I would have made would have been gone. Because of someone else's words. You need to be doing the work. You have to because when the negativity comes, you can shield it off. I don't even want to think about what that situation or what the accident or even getting sober would have done to me before I had all these tools, before I had this community, before I took my life back. Because I let everybody else drive my car. I let everybody else choose the direction that it was going based off of their opinions of me. Do you know how fucked up that is? Sorry, not sorry. Are you there? Are you living your life based off of other people's opinions of you? Let me ask you, how happy are you about that? Are you where you want to be? Is it filling your cup? Or are you too focused on who you think you're supposed to be that you've lost sight of who you are? And so, yeah when the haters come out you're gonna question you're gonna falter you're gonna fail you've got to know that it's not about you but that doesn't happen if you don't do the work if you don't get out of your own way if you don't stop being the victim And listen to me, if someone is going to judge you or fault you from doing something to better your life, hear me now. That is on them, and that is not for you to fix. After we deal with the external forces... Then that mean girl comes in. And I don't know about you guys, but my mean girl knows all my buttons. She knows exactly what buttons to push. She knows how to tear me down. She knows all of my weaknesses. She ignores all of my strengths. And so how do we ignore her? First of all, there are some good books on this. Um, Right off the top of my head, I know I'm thinking Mastering Your Mean Girl as a book that you could check out, listen to, but my biggest tip for this one is to put other good things in because when my mean girl won't shut the fuck up, (laughs) to put it bluntly, I put something else in. I turn, I switch the channel right it's the only way that I can really truly defeat her is to put something else in because if I'm not listening to something else then all I have is her dialogue in my head and I don't want to go where she's directing me right so even right now as I record this I have a headache Because I've been crying for like three days. (laughs) I'm going through a really hard phase with my daughter. But it's more than that, guys. Last week was crazy and busy with families. And wow, that was wonderful. I wasn't doing my daily personal development for me. And I can tell. Because the mean girl has been taking over full force. So my biggest tip to mastering your inner mean girl is to put other good things in and then focus on positive affirmations. So what are the things that your mean girl says to you? What are the main things that she says to you? And I need you to say the opposite. So if she's saying that you're Weak and worthless. You are strong and you matter. You are strong and important. You know, whatever it is. And I need you to attach some kind of meaning to that. Put it up somewhere in your house. Affirmations have such power because here's the thing. Affirmations become thoughts. And if you think something enough, you start to believe it. And so now an affirmation has become a belief. And that doesn't happen with just saying it once while you're listening to this podcast. It doesn't become a belief unless you think it over and over and over and over again. So I think that's all I have for you guys today. And I did make this announcement in my community, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there for you all as well, listening live, or listening. We don't listen live here. Anyways, I'm doing a giveaway. So I have this new delicious peppermint mocha shake that I've been drinking, and it is the bomb. Like, so much better than Starbucks, and it's a full meal, and it's got a bunch of good shit in it for you. So... I'm giving it away for free. That's all you need to know. All you have to do to be entered is share your favorite episode. So just take a screenshot of you listening. You can share it on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook stories, on your page, but just make sure you tag me. On Facebook, I am Melissa Ludwig. You guys know that if you're in my community. On Instagram, I'm at fitformyfamily. There's a period between each word, super annoying, my bad, I'm sorry. (laughs) But so share your favorite episode and tag me and then leave me a review. Tell me your favorite thing that you like about the podcast or share why you think others should listen to it, why they need it, any of those things. So leave me a review, share your favorite episode And I will be raffling off a winner before our live or on my live next week in the community. So again, next Wednesday, November 20th, I will be live in the community. It will be our first live Q&A. It can be about this episode or any episode that you have questions. So make sure you get your questions to me before the 20th. And hopefully I see you all in there then. And remember, you're doing good things. People might not always see that. People might not always appreciate that. But you're doing it. And that's enough. All right. Go kick some ass. Talk to you soon.